Is this thing on? <laughs> Brother Tim. Ooh, that sounded like a real knock. That did sound like a knock. Let him in, y'all. We let no days off here. They made a mistake. They gave us microphones. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey. You know, we don't want to be the podcast oh, that's no out days. and no one can be able to hear us, huh? Ooh, I love when I get to sit across from you and do this podcast. I love you, brother. Sorry, brother. <laughs> it's almost like we're saying shade is honesty. It's like, well, have your emotional moment. Nobody said that you quit it. You can still be strong. No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be hurt too hard. So that's my motto. Like when you have a go urges, just jack off and go do something productive. Like, taxes for fruit, y'all. <laughs> taxes for fruit. <laughs> Hold me accountable. Too. Somebody being willing to fall on the <sighs> And once they do that, they need to explain <laughs> the repercussions of their decision making. Right. Woo 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 woo. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of these people want their guns because they have an agenda. I feel like they're going to stockpile weapons and one day they're going to try to come in for all the black people. That's what I think. Hey, 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 hey. What's up, brother? Hold on. Let me get my lip chat. I mean, I know it's my podcast, but. Do you really have chapstick? Yeah, I got to get my. Wait, this is not the one I want. I want the uh, Oh, you have a variety? Yeah, this one's. Ain't nobody want to do a po- no podcast with no chapped ass lips. Yeah, exactly. Cause you know, I feel you on that. You don't want to hear the, the, the scrunchiness of my lips rubbed together as mm-hmm. I speak. That ain't you hot. too can prevent forest fires. <laughs> exactly. Because that ain't hot. I understand. Put I understand. Put chapstick on real quick, brother. Well, while he's doing that, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of No Days. Oh, hey, you, I love that you made it for that part. <laughs> you know, the lips could wait for that. Exactly. Um, but we're so excited to be here again. Oh and my God, we're here again. And guess we, what? What? This is the tenth motherfucking episode. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> That's very exciting. <laughs> and we're on Spotify now. Hallelujah. I mean, so if you've been listening to us on, what is it? Apple. I don't know. Is, Apple it, is it iTunes or it's, Apple? Because I found it via iTunes. I feel like a lot of people call it iTunes, but it's technically called Apple Podcasts. Oh, Apple Podcast. And SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Google Play. Google Play. And now, and now Spotify. Spotify and Something Podbean. Like Pod, Pod, Podbean. So yeah. we we everywhere. We here over there, over there, over there, over there. We're trying to give it to you. Which, And it's just... You know what's so cool? It's what? like every week, every month, every couple of minutes, we were growing. I know. So like even like again, it just seems like oh, we just put ourselves on Spotify, but that's that's growth. That's, I know. I know. You know, us being able to reach more people and interact with more people, and it's growth, and that's really exciting. That's really really exciting. He's reprimanding Quinn right now. Yeah, she like comes over here and cries so that everybody in podcast line can hear her crying and think that I'm a bad parent. Oh yes, we should have took her collar off too. By the way, she's just a, she was she's jingling being emotionally. She abusive. was jiggling, baby. Go ahead, baby. The last episode, and I'm gonna call the police. <laughs> I kind of actually like the jingling. I don't know. It makes me comfortable. <laughs> it brings me comfort, like like a weird, traumatized, like abused like, person. Because I mean, at least you know she's around. <laughs> like like whenever I hear her jingling, I know that she's you know. Around the corner, right. anticipating for me to do something for her because she's spoiled, and it's traumatizing. But then also, I need it. Yes, it's just that soothing. Just she's my baby. Yes, but she's yeah, my brother. Brat. I love. And we're talking about my dog, by the way. If no one knows what they're right. talking about, His Quinn fur baby. Quinn is our mascot and my fur baby. She's actually human, but she was just put in a dog's body. Yeah. Just to see how she'd do. Yeah. She's doing pretty well. Exactly. She's lived this life many, many times before. There, yes, She's brother. She's been here. But yes. yes. So like, how have you been? 
Oh, What's I, going on, brother? I've been good. Recap, 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 recap. Um, people want an again, update. Glad to be here. Um, yeah, I'm on vacation, so that's really fucking cool. I'm mm-hmm. glad to go on vacation. Amen. You deserve and, it. And um, I think I talked about this a couple of podcasts ago, or like maybe six or seven, but... Um, you know, when people go on vacation, the idea is to like run away somewhere warm and mm-hmm. spend lots of money and lay on a beach and spend more money. But the last couple of vacations that I've had, I've decided to take staycations and I decided to like do things for me and do things more intentional. So, yeah, um, call it a challenge, if you will. I tried to call it a challenge last time and... I wouldn't say I failed, but I learned uh, from some of like the planning mistakes that I did because the idea was great. You know, do all the things that you haven't done before, do the things that you keep putting off, uh, all that stuff. But then I wind up getting a really, really long list and then found myself a little overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I still wanted to do that same thing, but it was great. I got a lot of out of it, but again, being able to reflect. And so I decided to do the same thing. So again, it was important for me just with the chaos of just daily living and working to really get back to like my routines and my foundation. So really focusing and um, implementing those really hardcore. Um, so when the, you know, the rush gets back, it's just like, oh, this is easy. I'm, I'm already used to doing this. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom, you know. And still going back to the idea of doing some things for myself that I haven't done. So I'm going to be taking some dance classes at yes. like Alvin and Ailey Studios. They have like this dance. extension program um, that I found. And I'm t- going to be taking some cheap classes. Um, oh, I got tested today, which was great. It was something, Beautiful. you know, again, with our health, running around and busy working working with the podcast all the stuff that we do and we forget some of these important things in our daily lives so just taking care of yourself just taking care of myself so um i'm gonna be um implementing a lot of self-care so going back to doing like my face masks and um just those those things that i do that i kind of lose because i don't have enough time and you know so i'm really focusing on that and i'm really really enjoying that and making sure that i'm working out consistently this entire week really hard um pairing that with uh um, a well-balanced nutrition plan um we kind of talked about that on the other podcast of hard work Mm -hmm. and why we're doing the um you know uh the workout challenge and nutrition challenge so i thought that would be a great um, opportunity for me to really go hard during this vacation for that as well and again still doing the great things like meditating and um, mindfulness, taking walks, you know what I mean? Literally doing all the things that I want to do and that I've been putting off and just kind of scheduling and planning it out that way. So one of the things that I'm doing, I'm linking up with a couple friends that are doing things. Um, uh, our friend Chris, he does this really cool uh, workout class I'm going to take with him. I'm going to be working out with my friend Marie. Um, uh, just, you know. We love you, Chris. Yes, we love Chris. Um, and also, one of the things that was important for me to do is uh, to reach out to my friends and family and just scheduling a little bit of time each day during my vacation to actually sit down and just have those conversations. Hey, how are you? What's going on? I haven't talked to you for a while. I love and your mother's amazing. <laughs> and my mother's amazing. I'm and, a little obsessed. And I love you, and I, I, I'm doing that. Um, so that's that's kind of what my vacation is about this time around. Um, so I'll be kind of documenting it along the way so you can you know check up on it on my page. I'll put some stuff on No Days Off. Oh, another thing uh, we talk about all the time, creating your space for your environment. Mm-hmm, so that's a c- mm-hmm. couple of things that I'm doing too. I 
I've been going really hard uh, with my apartment and decorating and stuff like that. So I'm going to... It looks amazing, brother. Yes. Thank you. So Beautiful. I'll, I'll put some stuff on, no days off. and Because uh, these are all important things for us to... I feel like survive. You know what I mean? Like all these little things. Maybe can, to thrive. To thrive. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Um, so this is like my second day of vacation. So it's been going well so far. I just started up my day again, just implementing my morning routines, um, scheduling out my day, seeing on what, what the rest of the week to look like, making sure it makes sense, but also not overwhelming myself in the process. So just getting the shit that I need to get done, working on the podcast, the Instagram, um, I just think this is a great opportunity to get shit done, you know? Oh, yeah. There's always an excuse when you're working, and, oh, I'm oh, yeah. tired. I worked eight hours. Oh, I had to do this. I got to write. You know, so I was like, yeah, I could easily run off and go somewhere again and spend money. But how awesome would it be if I got a lot of good shit done here with my mind, my body, my mm-hmm. work, you know what I mean? Taking mm-hmm. myself to the next level in general with that opportunity. So then, you know, when I do get back to work, I have all this stuff already rolling and going, you know? So all I need to do is keep watering it and keep, oh, you, you still good? You know, and just, you know, making sure that the stuff is being upkept. So I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yep. Setting yourself up for success, essentially. Well, I'm excited for you, brother. Thank I you. think I'm a little bit jealous that you have vacation time. I'm over here like, ooh. Don't be. That's nice. Well, but see, the thing that's different is you kind of work for yourself. So it's a little bit different. Like, there's just, there's a, your own sense of freedom in there. You know what I mean? That is true. You know, um, I just see, you know, I see it a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I feel what you're saying. I just love the idea of just right. not looking at emails and just for a little while makes me a little envious yeah but i do um also appreciate the fact that you have this time for yourself because guess what that really really critical time of like just being able to recalibrate Mm -hmm. is something that a lot of people don't get the opportunity to you know take so i'm really excited for you and i think it's going to be great for you yeah i just saw opportunity to do that and i was like you know Mm -hmm. what i don't need to go nowhere like i love my apartment i have some great shit going i got no days off going I need to get this body together. I need to continue to get my mind right with my meditation. I don't need to go nowhere. I need to be real comfortable with the present now. And, and, I, and that's, I'm happy that I can rationalize that for myself and, and um, utilize this time to just overall level up. Right. So, yeah. What about you, brother? What you been up to? What's going on with you? Well, brother, you know what? If I can be really honest, lately I've just been, well, first of all, it was Thanksgiving. So this is post Thanksgiving and it was amazing to have like Wednesday, actually no Wednesday I was working. Um, but Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I worked a little bit on Friday, but overall, like I got to spend time. I got to see my friends. I got to see Mm -hmm. my family and I really, really cherish those, those moments. It it means a lot to me, which is just crazy because I never thought that I would be at a place. Well, actually, that's not true. I always knew that I would be at a place where things would change and it wouldn't be the same, you know, hanging out with my friends all the time and blah, 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 blah. But I just never thought that I would be in a place where, you know, I would be desperate for those times. And I was finding myself to be a little desperate. So was really, really happy being able to to do that. Um, And shout out to anybody who's listening to this podcast for the first time. You know, this is the first part of the show where we do our recaps. And thank you. But we're excited that you guys are listening. So, yes, thank Thank you. you. We love you. And we love you. And, you know, 
I don't know why I am compelled to say this, but I feel like, you know, the reason why we do this, the reason why we're here is so that we can have like open, honest conversation from our perspective as millennials, as gay guys, as black folks um, on everyday shit, but then be able to approach it through a spiritual eye, through an eye that's curious, Mm -hmm. um, wanting more. So, you know, you'll see that even like when Will was, explaining how he's been it's been from like a very very kind of like third eye perspective of how i can make my life better so that's like what we really really try to do here but i'm gonna get very very real with you this last week like break it although, down mm-hmm, break it down mm-hmm. break it down had to take my little puff break um, it down. even though for me i was you know i was really really happy to see everybody it's just something that i needed and the desperation that i was talking about was once again from feeling, I don't know, like, I guess maybe like a little bit of a high, highs and lows right mm-hmm. now. And the highs. extremes of things. Like, absolutely. Like, just being able to, at one minute, get really, really exciting news, and the next minute, it's like, oh, yeah, but I'm still broke. You know, like. Hell, yeah. You know, like all the regular people shit, like, that life has to offer, like, mm-hmm. being there right along with all the good things. So, I started writing in my gratitude journal, um, which is something that I've implemented in my life to go uh, along with all of the other things that I've been doing, you know, like like Will was talking about with working out, which is something that I've really been consistent with and really, really just trying to elevate my level of intention, elevate uh, my motivation, um, and just be about it and, you know, be consistent in all of these kinds Amen. of things. And, you know, it's been a struggle to maintain that. Um, to maintain the consistency, but I, but I'm proud of what I've been able to accomplish, and you know, writing writing in the gratitude journal or like waking up and doing affirmations or meditating has been critical for me, because um, my, you know, it's winter time. It's dark when you wake up, baby. It's dark. Yeah, when you were talking about sleep. this before. Yeah, yeah, just yeah like it, the way it makes you feel. It just, it just really, really gets to me. So, you know, I've just been trying to. It's cold as hell. It's cold, and you know, I don't like the cold. So I've been trying to do that. But, you know, um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful once again for being able to see my friends and family and, you know, just being able to pay a little bit more attention to myself for a little bit. I also um, have been getting into astrology a lot lately. So I do not necessarily believe that astrology can literally tell you everything that's going to happen to your life, blah, 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 blah. But I think that there is a lot of really, really good energy and insight to it. Man, I got some, you know, I I was having some really, really good vibes these last couple of days um, with, you know, the Mercury being in retrograde and everything. I was like, oh, like this is supposed to be a weird communication time, but I'm feeling really, really, really good about it. Mm -hmm. And um, funny enough, Donnie, who's my best friend in the entire world, sent me a kind of like um it was a youtube it was a youtuber who is i don't know if they're a tarot reader or an astrologist i don't know i don't know what the proper term is but based on your sign and based on like the the planets and and whether they're going retrograde or not um she's able to offer insight and she it was made specifically for gemini's on on the cuff just letting us know like letting you guys know that you guys can do whatever it is that you want to do at this time something's telling me that you need to just go for whatever it is that you want to go for so you know a part of me has been walking with that as well like with this you know intention that good things are happening all around me good things are happening for me 
and right. wh- whatever room I walk in, I can impact it, even if I say nothing, um, because it's my time. And that kind of energy really was also very wonderful to walk around with these last couple of, you know, it may be like a placebo pill, like how much of it is real and whatever, whatever, but it was good for my mind. I needed it. But it's you're, good for my but spirit. But you're the manifest. We're manifestors. So like. Absolutely. absolutely. Whatever, like you believed it, you harnessed that energy and it's exactly what you made happen for yourself. Yeah. And it is funny because I did have, I was having this feeling and then of course Donnie would send me the video and then I would watch it and it would impact me in that way. Right. And affirm everything you were already kind of feeling. Yeah. yeah. So it made me feel very, very confident. Right. So that was fantastic. You're like, I got this shit. Okay. I, you know, for me, it's just like, you know, a lot of things are going well and no matter, I don't know, for me, like, that's a part of human nature. It mm-hmm. is to record really, really well all the bad shit and let all the good, wonderful just, things fly by. Just go on by. All yeah, that and I just shit. don't want that to be my life. Right. So, you know, this is a kind a beast that right. I'm fighting in my life. It's like, you know, level whatever it is. Well, hold on my third. Um, it's level 33 mm-hmm. in this thing. And level 33 is really about, you know, going in and polishing um, these imperfect areas because mm-hmm. we're not looking for perfection, but just to polish it up a little bit. Like, yeah, baby, you could do a little bit better mm-hmm. here. Go to the fucking gym. I'm going. I'm like, right. I'm going. I'm doing it. Felt so good to go to the gym this morning. It's like like adding color to your Felt life. So It's like adding color to your life. Absolutely. It's like adding color. It's like adding texture. It's like adding warmth and adding your DNA all over the fucking place. Like, this is who I want to be. This is who I could be. Right. And then Um, then this is who I am. Yeah. Performing surgery, you know, like going in and refining um, these parts that are accessible. So Mm -hmm. um, it's really my mind too. my last week has really definitely been about going in and doing that work and enjoying it and fucking up and asking you and lots of people a lot of questions, you know, me and my questions and, um, and, and, and asking like, uh, for me, what, why, what, what is this all for? Why am I really doing this? Why am I really here? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What yeah, decision yeah. am I going to make right now that's going to impact? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. It's It's been great. It's been fantastic. Like, yeah. And also, I don't know, brother. Did we record the Grapevine episodes before? Yes, I we did. I think, I think we, gave, we, talk- we talked about it. I don't know. I was thinking the same exact thing. Like... Did we already talk about it? I felt like we did because we were in the new space, and no, I, I don't, don't know. think so. Okay, because guys, because it was the we you guys shot on the eighteenth, yeah, and then soon after was Thanksgiving, so no. Oh shit! Because we had did we had did I don't know if that uh, we did the podcast yeah, before. Yeah. Okay, y'all. And I think okay. we were talking about shooting the new episodes of the okay. Grapevine. Okay, and how? Okay, I, 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 cool, cool. So, well, we can tell them now. A I little mean. bit, yeah. So, this is a story that we can tell each other. Um, so we went ahead and we did another f- couple episodes of the Grapevine. Oh my gosh! And we it was had so good. Mouse came back. We Ooh, had to have Mouse there for a while. Jazz came back. She wasn't there for a little bit. Um, who else? I feel like we had a lot of new faces, Ugh. right? We had a lot of new faces. Yeah, yeah. But um, I felt no. Well, yes Jimmy. and no. Yes and no. Because the last time I felt there was way more new faces. Now because the vegan uh, episode. Because now that um, like Mouse came back, it was like okay, everybody here. You know what I mean? Oh, I feel what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, because last time it was like it was. Well, you know, Mouse was a big 
Yes, missing. I uh, love Mouse. Piece. Everyone loves Mouse. Mousey, Mousey, Mousey. Mouse is a superstar. Right. He can come play with this kitty. Oh shit! The, I get it. I got I'm it. I'm just saying. Cat and mouse. Cat and mouse. We could play. <laughs> play all day. Play all day. Back and forth. Tom and Jerry, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> Brother, get out. Well, he you must know, never you hear know, this. I, you know I love Mouse. Mouse is I res- like, no, I respect Mouse. I was just kidding, Mouse. That was only for every, jokes and laughs. Everybody calm down. I like Mouse you. says, like Mouse says, when a gay guy tells you you're handsome, he's like, I'll take I take that shit him. seriously. I, yes. I am flattered by that shit. That's what I he love says. Mouse. He's just so he's a great guy. Yeah, he's great, and he did a fantastic job on the panel. He's At, like, you know, he's like a little brother to me. But he 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 become he's getting better and better. Uh, growth. I think he's done nothing but show growth. Actually, um, somebody had mentioned that she was like she didn't like this the way that he sometimes plays ignorant, blah blah blah. And I and I was like, you know, I, I just find that to I don't think that that's true. I feel like Mouse really does take to heart a lot of the things that he learns and he yeah. absorbs, even if he doesn't agree. I think he acknowledges a lot. And then what I love about him more and more is just, um, and I think he's probably said this about like his growth through the grapevine, but. He takes the people seriously and he learns from a lot of them. And although he doesn't agree with them, I think being in the space allows him to articulate a lot better his points and ways and from his viewpoint, which a lot of people may not have, which is so needed that. It, and but now he actually has a, like a voice to it, mm-hmm. like very solid, just strong opinions about stuff. And he'd be like, damn, I, I didn't think about it that way. But that's mm-hmm. really like, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, and I really mm-hmm. appreciate that about mm-hmm. him because, again, he's not an Aisha. He's not, you know what I mean? He's he, he will say all day he's coming from the streets. But like that is a person that's needed, who's knowledgeable, who's worthy, who's informative, who knows what's going on, who's living in those communities, who he's like the voice for certain people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just love what he contributes to that show. I and it's like it. that show would not, you know, I'm not saying the grapevine is amazing, but I'm saying like mouse is mouse, like, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's There's no, only one mouse. There's yeah. only one mouse and uh, I we're think so shows, lucky to have him. Yeah, I, okay. Well, now that we done hyped up the show that much, right? y'all have got to, I think we have an episode coming out this Thursday. So y'all Wait, need to check it out. Check you, it out which one are you guys doing? You can say it. We're going to do the one on the... um, Vegan, 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 vegan. No, no, no. It's going to be on um, uh, the uh, post-midterm elections. Oh, yeah, because that's like current events-y. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so that's going to be fantastic Well, the whole. Well, first of all, every fucking episode was amazing. Um, And I'm just, again, honored and privileged to have... What? Assistant... He's, he is the assist, assistant director. Assistant guys. director, whatever. I own that shit. Uh, the assistant director. Just thank you guys. Because again, this is AD. This, AD. This just helps me get closer to my goals and my dream, and and it further allows me to help push the No Days Off brand. Mm-hmm. And you guys like didn't have to just pick me just because you know me. And of course, you know I'm gonna do right by you. But you guys could have like pick someone who does this for a living or you know what I mean because this is someone's career so again just thank you for allowing me the opportunity because I know that this is going to help me in so many ways that that it already has just the the level in which I have to insert myself and have a certain level of confidence obviously you know people you know looking at me from the outside would say I'm you know have certain qualities that you know exude confidence in certain things but I have a lot of insecurities in in certain areas and it just allows me to do the work and like 
get it together and you got to get through this like it doesn't matter you're here to do something and you got to do it so just thank you, you guys for challenging job. me um and allowing me to, to do something different but also uh, allowing me to to really again go towards the things that i want to do and the goals that i have for myself and the brand and this is another way to get there yeah so and you thank know you. and first of all you're welcome and and thank you i think that thank you ashley akuna <laughs> akuna also known as Bashley Buffuna. <laughs> I can't stand you. Ashley would get that. That's like an inside joke. Everybody's gonna be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" But um, anyway, or let's Ashley. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Oh, no one knows what we're talking about. I love that I can say stuff that no one knows what we're talking about. They're gonna not like it. Um, but, but anyway, yeah, I think you did a fantastic job. Thanks. It was just an amazing experience. We, ca- we even talked about like veganism and, oh, so um, good. like just and being a meat eater and we debated about that and what's good for you and what's not good for you. And we had a doctor there and it was just fantastic. The whole show. A was farmer dope. was there. Farmer was bitch, there. Bitch, I was like, they done found old McDonald, bitch. Where did they find old McDonald? <laughs> yes, we Talking did. about, on the panel, talking about like real, some real shit, like. Yeah, it was it was dope. It blew my mind a little bit. But y'all got to check it out, though. Yes. So check that out. So when um, is it the episode dropping? Well, I don't know when the veganism episode no, is dropping. No, the, the, the next episode. But on Thursday. What's today's date? Today is the 26th. Today's the 26th, so that means on the 29th. So Thursdays. Thursdays the 29th. All right, y'all. So, so Thursday. Thursday the 29th, it'll be out at like 9-something. Um, we're going to have... A live chat still? We're gonna do a live chat. Yes, and it's gonna be the yes post midterm elections panel. So we have some really really cool voices on there. Some black Republicans or whatever. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because he was saying some stuff down, that people was down. not feeling. Calm down. He was saying some like uh, Balor and Bigfoot stuff. Calm down. <laughs> Just hear the brother out. <laughs> Let us know what y'all think in the comments. But he's section. cool. But you know what I love about Balan and all of these people um, is that they come on and they just they just are themselves. Mm-hmm. They get to be themselves, and and that's what makes the grapevine great. And I think that that's what makes like that that's what makes me so passionate about it. Yeah. Um. And and that's why you get to kind of flourish in oh this space too, because it is something that you need to acquire the skills, and it's it's inside of you, mm. right? Thank you. Um. It gives you another opportunity to express who you are, and. In that regard, it does take me to what we may, we wanted to talk about, you know, on this mm-hmm. episode. So, unless if you're black <laughs> and uh, if you have of black France, you probably heard about the Dwight Howard situation with his, um, I don't know, ex person. I don't, I don't even know what gender to use because I'm a little confused. About how the about how Mason, I believe his. Well, let me look up the name real fast. Because, but. And then everyone is saying they're using every, what is it? Pronoun, noun, adjective. How? What is it? Every pronoun. Every pronoun to. So I'm like, this every article saying he. That I can find. This article saying she. This one saying ex girlfriend. This one saying boyfriend. This one saying partner. This one saying lover. You know, his ex. Yeah, Mason. Mm-hmm. Looks like M A S I N. You know, it could be really, it may be a fancier name. I am not sure. But, you know, this story, like, brought so much emotions out of me. Um, no, you told me you were near tears. I was. I was near tears because I feel like, 
I the way the way that my brain works is that I feel no choice but to see something from the genesis of it until the present day. Right. And if we take a good enough guess with all that information, we can make a prediction of what the future may even hold. And this is not a story that starts here of him being quote unquote exposed you know, to be having, you know, sex with transgender or transsexual or men, you know, people, you know, whatever. It's it's so much deeper than that. It's like, how do we get to this point where him exploring his sexuality is a scandal? Right. Um, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to be, um, be a, you know a simp right now and say that we need to live in a world where blah 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 blah. I mean we all ideally would want that but nobody's ready to do the work for that mm-hmm. and what I'm saying is is that when you look at this you can't just look at where we are you have to look and say like what were what was the ecosystem that created where did this come from a, 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 a Dwight Howard mm-hmm. and the many Dwights that exist men or women um, who are born into a situation that does not acknowledge who they are that doesn't allow you to uncover who you are. What you do learn is that there are certain parts of you that is unacceptable. Right. That, that though there are certain parts of you along with that that will not maturate. Right. And if it can't maturate, how can you be a great father? How can you be a great spouse? How can you be a great team member? How can you be great to anybody when you have been taught to be so completely unfair to yourself? So, you know, we can get into the nitty gritty of his life but i really don't care to i'm more so you know interested in talking about the results and and the process of it all because i think Mm -hmm. like those are the things that we can all relate to you know and i don't know what did you think about about the story we can go we're gonna obviously go a lot deeper into this but i mean similar sentiments i just felt like it was a shame that we're at this point where we're like again outing someone for them expressing who they are, who they've always been. Clearly, this is something that he's been a part of, that he's been doing. It's not the first, you know. So, again, it's it's really unfortunate. It's it's I kind of loosely compared it to being gay, like in some you outing someone who's gay, you know. But we kind of talked about it before how it's kind of like a there's a dual part to it because mm-hmm. again, it's like there's a whole bunch of people damaged in this whole process. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of people hurting in this process and it's just, just showing itself over and over and over. Right. Um, you know, at one point, you know, you have, um, this man who should be able to be himself and whoever he is. But again, we're highlighting who he chooses to love, sleep with, be with whatever, or he feels he should be with whatever. But again, it's, it's under the same, notion of him like hiding it and not you know not being being ashamed of it and doing it in secret and in a scandal type of way and the energy that he puts into that type of you know those relationships and we kind of talked about it the the karma that it it causes you know what i mean it's not just that he's just sleeping you know with transgender women it's the how he's treating these people afterwards and you can't play with people's feelings and there's another person attached to the other end of that nut, Absolutely. you know, and it's, it's not fair to, yeah. to them. 
But again, at the same time, it's not fair for him to be outed and all his stuff to be put on blast and like and that be the the center of. It's just a really, really yeah. Really so again, because he also has children. Yeah. So then, like I said, it's, and this it's is just, in the media, right? So and it's just this thing you can't of just escape this. You know? A whole bunch of hurt people just doing fucked up shit. And I just this is why, like, I just want to take a moment. I, I want to talk about first, like the whole man growing up and like how everybody contributes. And then I want to talk and try to touch on the transgender, the transsexual, the, this whole, the T in the LGBTQ mm-hmm. um, plus and how it's just a, such a lose, lose situation. Right. And then we'll talk about, we talk, we'll talk past that about like what we think some of the solutions are, but you know, the environment once again when we talk about like religion mm-hmm. when we talk about like you know just people's sexism right point blank in the period people's just i don't know they just dis- detest femininity right. especially when it comes out of a man and the people that some, some of those people raising you exactly pause let me go take this thing off of her because i feel like she ain't never shook that much in her entire life <laughs> It's like she was in there doing the dutty one. <laughs> like, what is happening right now? I ain't never heard this much sh- shaking and baking. Oh, are you cooking? What is happening? She was like, yeah, she yeah, was going in. If I knew what these new dances were called, one of them would be she appropriate. She was doing the Dougie. You know, the, 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 like, oh, that in. one. I wish, yeah, I don't know what that's called either. Yeah, mm, sorry. Fist kick. Sorry. But, yes, exactly, exactly. So, you know, when... You grow up in an environment with all of these things around you and you're and you're like a huge basketball player and you have like literally prepubescent girls all through that all high high school then mm-hmm. women and it's like the whole thing like your whole existence has been about being something mm-hmm. that comes with certain things that's usually surrounded around masculinity mm-hmm. um aggression mm-hmm. proving yourself sexuality sexuality you you wear that shit right like literally, you're a man you're a man you're a man you're a man's man yeah you know that is a lot to live up to, and 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 I I cannot help but to acknowledge that I can't help mm-hmm. that to to acknowledge that a lot of times we want men to man up, never really teach us the tools to do that. Like, what does it mean to man up when we get messages of having more than one woman um, at a time being a standard? Like, how do you right. man up but then learn to seat at the same time? Like these remember, things that exactly. Can't live in the same you remember space. even when you were saying like people would say, "Oh, how many girlfriends do you have?" And oh, it's yeah. like, "I'm 12. I don't have any. I'm I'm reading yeah. fucking yeah, the I'm Great Gatsby. Get, I'm trying to get through the Great Gatsby. Right. Gatsby. It's, a, it's just give me a second. Right. Maybe I'll get to the three women or so that I'm supposed to have. You know. But I think that it does create like uh like you know the foundation um a very very weak foundation, but a foundation nonetheless of misogyny and and mm-hmm. anti feminism feminine right. like feminine energy like as much as you crave it because it's a part of you and that you want to be around and you're not it letting any of, of that in ever yeah so you don't, not know, letting... you don't know you don't know what it's like you don't know what it tastes like so it's like no I, that's yeah. not allowed yeah. eh, not not here yeah and i want to take a look on the on the parts of parents i want to take a look at this really quickly you know raising a child and you know you just want your kids have the most normal, right. successful, take me out of the hood, keep right. me out of the hood right. life possible. And when it comes to the spaces of sexuality 
and it comes to the spaces of gender nonconformity, I think that it's really, really delicate. And I don't think that the average mind and spirit can handle it Mm. if it never asked a series of questions outside of what it has been given. Because I would imagine for, for many people like us, you know, like when you, when you, you know, you guys let us know how you feel about this. But when you begin to ask questions, you get a lot, a lot of answers. And a lot of times those answers do not measure up with mommy or daddy's, Ex- you know, doctrines ne- or what you've learned your exactly. whole life. There. You, you learn so much and they're so nuanced. And that's why the younger generation, as they learn, tend to be so different than the previous generations, because you get all of those learnings and understandings and lessons. And, right? then, and that's why you see generation after generation, no matter where you're at. It, there's always a disconnect between parent and child at some point. Yeah, because at one point it's like, you thought that that was cool, but it doesn't seem quite right mm-hmm. to me. And when you're raising your child and you put such restrictions on these places that should really allow freedom, right? Um, it causes just like this, this really, 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 I don't know, snowball effect of just like finding more and more things to hide underneath from for whoever is the victim right. of you know stripping them exactly. of essentially this big piece of who they are mm-hmm. and we have to acknowledge that he was created you know what i mean like yeah. and i'm not saying that he shouldn't be accountable for the horrible things that i would imagine that he's done along the way to kind of try his best to mm-hmm. hide or cope with him running from himself mm-hmm. and being dishonest and and lying and and kind of, um, you know, not really living. Right. I, I would definitely say that, like, if you look at the way that he, ways that men like him, men right. like, uh, well, me, you had a different situation, were brought up, it really does send you down a road of complete denial and complete hiding and complete, like, you can, like, literally just burn a fire be, be behind you only, only so that you don't right. leave a track. Right. I don't know if this sounds like crazy or whatever, but in those situations, then who's to blame? I'm just thinking right now of just you and Dwight Howard, like in the same situation. He was raised this way. He was pumped with all of this toxic masculinity. He was pumped with that, right? From birth. Yeah. You know, people telling him, even going Being in a know, locker room. Right. Yeah. This is who you're going to be. This is who you are. This is who. You... So then at, at what point does he separate that? I don't know, like, who's to blame then? Because if he was literally cradled and, and taught and bred and then carried out, and then on top of that, he's a um, an NBA star, so he doesn't even have a normal life, so then he's even more carried and coddled through that. When does he have time to have a moment to have self-reflection, to say, hey, maybe this isn't for me, or maybe I'm not... So who's to blame at that point? I mean, I don't... See, blame is Maybe just... blame is not the right word, but maybe the... I don't know. Because if you want to talk about blame, I guess everybody's to blame. Right. Um, but I think that the accountability belongs to him. You know, that's just how it goes because ain't nobody going to change his life but him. Because a lot of this has resulted in being his mess. Right. Even though a lot of people may be to blame. Right. And the blame game is funny. I'm not in the situation, which is why I don't want to nitpick through, you know, all of the allegations. I mean, we can talk through the fact that it was, you know, he was. Um, it was known that he was problematic in the locker room for many other players on his team. Mm-hmm. Um, his former, um, you know, his, the mother of his children right. have said that he wasn't very kind right. and he, wasn't very nice. He's just very difficult person overall. Very, not very pleasant. Difficult. I mean, not so pleasant. Go, going back to the energy that he's created. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, that really weird video of like 2015 of him like touching some dude's crotch. Like it was really weird. 
Um, but he's had his little moments. And I would imagine that if it revolves around sexuality, he's oh, he's been running a long time. Right. And he's tired. He's tired. Can't and, do no more laps. Yeah. He, like, I mean, it's it's caught up with him in, 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 in any case. Right. At least what he's done. And that's enough to pr- just to tell me right. that he's off his game. Right. Yeah. Like, because, you know, for a lot of us who have pretended mm-hmm. at one point in our lives, um, it's a lot of work. It's like keeping up with a lie. After a while, what did I say? What? What happened? Where was I? Shit. Whose book was that? Was it Tuesday? Was it my porn? What? I don't know whose porn it was. I gotta go. Hi, dogs. I'm gonna be late this afternoon, mom. I can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna see this man. (laughs) You know, like, it gets very tricky. It gets very, very tricky. So, you know, when we have... Now, actually, we can fast forward and we can go into, like the ramifications and what this what this all amounts to Mm -hmm. but i think that it's let's just take a really really quick look really short look at the fact that this is all amplified by fame having i think he having an early kind of like thirst for the nba Mm -hmm. or even college um, basketball right. creates a life for someone that is very much about it's a very much of being in service it's like I perform on the basketball court right. that may be for me but it's about my team it's about my coach it's about my neighborhood it's about my family everybody's riding on me and blah blah blah, blah blah right so yeah, everybody so this is not only the, his sexuality is not only tethered to him it's tethered to the community to the state to his mom to his you know to everybody because it's like no matter how much of a superstar nba player you are or or no matter how glorious your ambitions may be when you add gay on top of there or like whatever mm -hmm. you're a part of the you know the queer community the trans community um it taints everything and we have to acknowledge that we have to acknowledge that this society has participated in allowing people to feel like they're shit because they're highlighting it as the 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 way that they're magnifying it, it's almost like he's just slumming it with the the nasty of all that. Like he's with a transgender. Like it's what? How could you? Like yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And that's unacceptable. It's not acceptable. That it's, is unacceptable because it does not matter if it's a tra- if if he decides to get it on. First of all, he's cheating with a trans woman. It's not. It's a transsexual woman. A gay man or whatever you know because there are a myriad of rumors at this point right but no matter how you slice and dice it this being the story sucks Mm. it is fucking 2018 and what we're doing by amplifying this story and shaming him and then also shaming mason is that well first of all I want to also say accountability is a is a whole whip around karma is a whip around thing mm-hmm. and it will come and get you. You can't really we've talked about this on the podcast. You really Hell can't yeah. s- decide how it comes back and what an amount of force and velocity mm-hmm. in which it comes back, but it will come back. Bitch, so now it we might have come a big wrapped mess. In, a, in a present in a bow and b- be a time bomb and blow to write the fuck up. Exactly because obviously this is really really messy because a, a part of it is you know actually putting out the business into the public. You That's can't what really I'm control saying. what it's the public the- does. With that, but what I will also acknowledge is that in this society, this very microwave, popcorn, fast food society, Instagram model can be a millionaire society. Mm -hmm. Flat tummy tea, bitch. You may not go to the police. Mm -hmm. You may just put it on the internet and then hope that somebody tells the police. That's true. You know, that's the way that we kind of operate. So am I really surprised that this happened? 
you know, when you think about the fact that she or however Mason um, prefers to be referred to as actually did record these conversations, you know, you do have to say they reached a point where communication broke down or you reached a point where Mason felt like I need to record these conversations because at some point I'm going to have to share it with somebody. Mm -hmm. And if that is sinister or not, I don't know (laughs) if that is for really for her protection. I don't know. Um, and I don't really like to speculate on those things, but I, what I will say is the the combination of those factors it's alone a, is enough for it's a messy pot. It's a really really messy pot, and, and no matter how messy it is, I think that a lot of times this society creates these messes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this from the Genesis once it's, again, yeah. like from the beginning of the situation. Anybody, a lot of these um, gay athletes, you know, like a couple have come out. You really think that it's just a couple of gay? A couple NBA players. You think, a couple? Just, you think it's just a handful of them? You know how many motherfuckers is bouncing balls? You know on what and I'm off saying? the court, on, on and off, probably on and on. Shit, I don't know <laughs> what they do after the cameras. I don't know, but ooh. Anyway, uh, don't. But yeah, um, again, that's kind of like why I compared it to like coming out, like or being outed, like as a gay person, because it's like this is not, this shouldn't be a, this shouldn't be a it story. Should, it, it shouldn't. It really There's shouldn't. Too much, too many other things it going on. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. And you know, I just want everybody to understand that like this may be the Dwight Howard mm-hmm. uh, this week, but it can be anybody. It can be your kid in your household over listening to you right now, laughing about this shit and calling yeah. somebody a fag or like whatever horrible words, you know, you may use as, or whoever's listening to this may have grown up hearing that shoved you further and further into right. the closet. Like this is where people really, really learn and begin to understand the DNA of shame and really, and realize that that shame that everybody speaks of is inside of me. Right. It's a, part of me and they walk around with shame that literally impacts every reaction that they have i'm not saying a decision i'm saying a reaction and the ones around them and the ones around them and also the shame that you know not only are you teaching but you know a lot of times parents feel this way is because they feel that people will shame them and they feel like they'll be the subject of shame um and judgment as well so you know they feel like their lives depend on you being a hetero and it becomes this very very dark dark box to live in and wherever where darkness is and 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 darkness is afraid of of what you know the freedom of what light Mm -hmm. you know brings right um, they want to stay in darkness. Right. They want to hide their relationship. They will threaten you not to say right. anything because my life depends on this being a secret. Mm-hmm. If this thing, if this whole thing changes, my life is going to change. It's going to go to shit. And what happens, as you know, is that when you live in fear, your biggest fear will become a reality. And you know him trying to keep it a secret blew up in his face. Right. And and once again, from the beginning to the end, every a lot of people help write this story. A lot exactly. of people help, right? A lot of people had their hands in the pot and yes. making this what it was. And that's why for me it's just so unfortunate because we can't we can't live lives. We can't live our lives the way we are supposed to or the way that we want to because we've let like these fucking made up social ideologies infiltrate our lives to be true to say only this and this and this work and only this, this and this are to are true. When we don't even we don't even fit that by any means, you know. It's like I come talk to you about it before. It's like uh, shoving a fucking square inside of a circle. Right. We spend our whole lives unlearning things that have been taught to us just to get a little bit closer to ourselves, to constantly be reminded that it's still fucked up. Right. And it's it's really sad because 
like you said, like how many people are suffering because of these 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 social structures because of right. these social norms how many people are suffering in silence so many these, all this is why people are committing suicide and killing themselves and literally suffering in silence because of the fear of being disowned or not loved or you know what i mean ridiculed or dragged or outed or your most personal intimate you know whatever right displayed on for the whole entire world to see forever so it's really sad that we're coming to this point where like we can't even people can't even live lives yeah yeah and based and, off some made up shit yeah and it and it does impact everybody and it impacts everyone it does impact everyone and it impacts everyone you know in different ways obviously but it does impact everyone because the thing is is like you when you live in a community when you step outside of your home you know we've spoken about mm-hmm. what it means to be a part of a community before you step out into your home you're surrounded by people who are of different religions in new york at least right different religions, different races, different ethnicities, different different ideologies, different beliefs, different core core values. You know what I mean? And you want them to be the best versions of themselves, trust me. You want them to be the best versions of themselves. And if you're if you have people who are in your community who you your peers, your friends, your family are not allowing to be themselves, not causing any harm to not to anybody, right? Not devaluing devaluing anybody, or not disrespecting anybody or themselves. And even if they are to themselves to a certain extent, what the fuck is it at your business? <laughs> okay, if it does not impact you once mm-hmm. again in a negative way, because what you value as devalue people. I'm just saying, like some people will say, well, you are devaluing yourself by saying you're, you know, this or that sure. or, or or gay right. or this in which case i'm saying you know this is not impacting you mm-hmm. you know you don't have to marry as whoopi goldberg would say you don't have to marry a gay person right like even like public storage said something it was like they had an ad if you don't it was like you don't like gay marriage don't get gay married yeah don't marry a gay person you're gonna be good you you I, trust me you're gonna be all right you know yeah and and i i I don't know. I just, I think like these things are very fundamental things. But then when you think about like the fact that a lot of us are followers, followers of religion, followers of of certain people's ideologies, when you talk about like religion and all of these things that are almost bigger than the human mind and it takes your spirit to be engaged to Mm -hmm. really get into it. Right. A lot of people are not there. A lot of people are not engaged in that way that you would have go through going through your whole life in certain ways and have been stifled, silenced, shamed, mm-hmm. you know, bullied, embarrassed, embarrassed, you know, all of those things and actually perform those same exact um measures literally of harm mirroring against your own child mm-hmm. um to create an experience for them that is also challenging. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't even know the difference because we're so stuck on it because religion said so. Mm-hmm. With, with once again, something that will not negatively impact anybody. Right. So um, I want us to be really, really crystal clear, amico, ultimate. Let's about be clear. That, that Dwight Howard has a lot of friends, a lot of mirror images all right. over the fucking world. Yeah. And they were not created one day in a lab. These personalities weren't created one day out of nowhere. They were created and they're engineered 
by certain types of environments mm-hmm. and a lot of us play a part in them yeah you know so we we really have to acknowledge that and i you know i just can't i was just really frustrated because a lot of the conversations went straight to hiv you're gonna give people hiv mm-hmm. which is a great lane to explore i don't mind having right those t- those that's a that's a branch on yeah on, we but, can have those con- those conversations but there's a lot of branches on this tree boo boo yeah but we have to be fair yeah and you know we have to talk about like you know hiv wouldn't be um something that is a rampant and wouldn't be something if people that is, were honest and transparent yeah if to begin with and why aren't people honest and transparent because of shame shame and embarrassment <sighs> Let me just, re- I told you I got tested today and mm-hmm. really quickly, um, I went to a clinic, um, the Gay Men's Health Crisis yeah. Center. Um, first of all, I had a counselor, Omar. He made me feel amazing. He was like the best counselor ever. And it was just such a great experience. And I got to be open and we had this great dialect and I got to ask him all these questions. And I've gotten tested before, but I've never had an experience like this to where I just felt so completely engaged. And like, I actually ended up like, oh, can I volunteer? Like, that's how like, I like, I have to do something other than like, just get tested and make like, I have to take it a step forward. And that's, you know what I mean? And and just when you're talking about just being honest, and you know, you know, and I wind up, you know, actually taking someone I'm dating there that same day right after that's i was great. like this is what i did i went and got tested and he was like oh i'm that's cool he was like where'd you go and i was like i went here you want to go and we he went and he got tested too yeah and that moment and we let's just we were just texting each other and we're like we were like i'm so proud of us like you know we had a discussion we were like laying down i'm hope i'm not giving too many intimate moments but we we're just laying down we had a discussion and based off of that discussion i decided on my own that i wanted to get tested and i just kind of showed him my my paperwork and you know he was like really inclined and we we had a whole talk about Mm -hmm. that and Mm -hmm. and he went i went with him and i sat with him for a little bit until i had to leave but that i've never done that with anyone before so adult and it was i felt i I said i said that too i was like oh my god this is so this is this is cool like i can do this because i don't feel scared i don't feel nervous i have someone i'm talking through this with like but it's when you're not talking and not transparent and you're not honest. That's when you're hiding and scared and nervous and what did I do? And, huh? you know, you wouldn't have to second guess yourself if you talked and had those certain dialogues and had those conversations to begin with and were open. That's so like right. what you were saying, I think it's just so ugh, it was just it just made me think of that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I love that you did that, brother. That is so adult. Everybody needs to do that. Especially out here in in these streets. Yeah, it's just if you're going to and especially if you're just if you have to be smart, you know, again, sex is good. It's nice when you're when you're, you know, responsible and healthy and having fun. But just it's a responsibility. Yeah. You know, so you have to do the the other work, you know, that comes with it. You know, y'all want to put in the work, but don't want to do the work. Yeah. And I think that there's a certain amount of security and trust and vulnerability that goes with getting tested with somebody that you're dating Mm -hmm. and you want to like take your you know your dating experience to the next level you want to do that i feel like that does take a a certain amount and a lot of people don't want to do that a lot of people would rather you know take some of the intimacy out of it and just present the papers right before the transaction and, and shit like that you know so once again i feel like that's also tethered to the yeah. way that you see yourself and the way that you um, kind of like consume dating like is this right. like a healthy experience mm-hmm. or is it something where it's just like you know transactional and, and yeah. I think that it impacts the way that you move and the way that you navigate you know right and one of the things that I was talking about with the counselor is like me 
doing me being responsible and doing this in this way is also taking care of other people at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's the, that's what's important. It's like, it's not even always about me. You know what I mean? It's about us. It's about our connection to each other. It's like, how do we, it's so easily and haphazardly have sex with other people, but we don't have, we connect with people in, in in certain ways, but don't want to connect in, in the most, some of the other important ways, you know? And just one of the things that I was that I realized is like me taking the time out to to do what I did, you know, to go and have this conversation with the counselor and get tested and find out my results and know and inform myself. I'm also taking care of my brother, my fellow, you know what I mean? Because now I'm better equipped with information. Now maybe like next time I'm like, oh, we really can't do this until you know what I mean? Whatever the case is, it's like I'm also helping other people by mm-hmm. by making sure that I know what's going on with myself. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because I feel like in knowing that you haven't done that before with um, somebody that you're dating in terms of like going together mm-hmm. and like getting tested, I just feel like you're just, you're growing. You're just Thank growing you, as a person. So that's probably why you were inclined to do that, which is and, and was this, It was great because I didn't, um, well, I mean, we were having like conversation and I kind of had to, you know, have some very, very vulnerable, not so easy conversations with him, but it was it was worth it, you know, and we had a wound up just really connecting even more, and it was it was great. And then to like do this and together, and it just made every it was like, and it just made me feel right about what I was doing. Like again, there was no shame behind it. There was it was just more freedom. It was like I'm taking control over this. Like I have the power. I'm not relinquishing power to anyone. I'm taking the power and I'm doing what I need to do with it and being responsible. It was just a really good feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I well, shout out to you. But like you said, there's a lot of Dwight Howards in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are a lot of Dwight Howards in the world. And, you know, just to kind of like continue with the, the same theme of, you know, exploration and sexuality and seeing it in a healthy way mm-hmm. and how that does impact relationships. I do want to talk about like this very kind of like dark, sinister thing that's attached with gay sex and attached with sex with people of the trans community. I I don't like it. It it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm not here sense. for it. Um, I'm not here for it. I think that, you know, gay folks are some of the most liberated people that I know who have embraced sex and who have, you know, we according to statistics, according to statistics we're not having it um, as much anymore as millennials in general, but I would imagine that gay men are still fucking. Mm-hmm. And... Um, with that being said, we have to begin to normalize the fact that when you see transgender people out and about in, in the in the they are having sex too, okay? With men or with men. whomever, women, everyone that with people they're ha- having sex with actual men, <laughs> and some of and some of these men are not um, men who appear to be anything that may have be in, of your imagination. Right. These men may be from all walks of life, and they deserve to be respected they deserve to have their fucking lives they deserve to be able to have sex and And have relationships with whoever the fuck they want to have sex and relationships and they deserve to suck dick if they want to okay stop fucking living in other people's bedrooms why is your bedroom not popping why does it where you have the time or the imagination you know and why does it default to that all the time what is going on? Why I am so puzzled. Yeah, that's crazy. I am most happy when I'm having my own sex. Okay? Right. 
Like, I'm not getting in off fact, on anybody else's sex. In fact, except for porn. You know what I'm saying? Well, I need that. So yeah. fine. <laughs> Give me what I need. But in terms of like, I don't even necessarily care what anybody's sexuality is if I'm not interested in dating them. Exactly. Or if I'm not like really Bingo. curious because I want them to come on the show or something. Right. Aside from that, I don't give a fuck. Gay, straight, I don't want you. I just want you to be happy, have your best life. And if I and if and then also if I then become curious, and if it's not for that, it'll be because maybe I think you'd be good for a friend. Of right. Mine. And I'm just curious of like how you got here in this world, and like what your walk of life is from, and yeah. like how your experience was and, growing and, up and, as a you know trans person. Like that's the time. Like and having that dialogue and seeing where yeah. we meet in the middle. And yeah, because like it how, doesn't yeah. make you inclined to be Inspector Gadget, so that you can figure out how like weird to avoid them or like no or how we, oh yeah but or how weird their bedroom activities are at least quote-unquote weird to whomever is who's who's curious right. about these things you know like like we have to cut that shit out like even gay people too the way that we view the trans community and see the trans community as sexual beings right. is not respected enough and then we as uh in the queer community we need to realize it's just like being black to those to people who are against it you all the same mm-hmm. you all the same Look y'all all niggers and y'all all fags and queers so yeah I'm how like, are you I'm... you're not this is not no hierarchy patriarchy of uh, sexual orientations and who's the like there's no such thing when it like in that in that area yeah it's just not happening and i don't like that shit and you know i would definitely say for me that when i really consider myself to be so different than the people in the trans community or considered myself to be um outside of that walk of life and i couldn't relate i i too Maybe I wasn't obsessed with the sex, but I, I was just like, oh, no, I don't want to think about that. It has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. And more so now, I'm just like, I would definitely say I became more curious when I became less like stressed right. out by the thought of, um, you know, kind of like going to the space of being even more otherized, if you will, by by right. allowing myself to feel like, get me. Like, I was like, no, I'm going to hold on to whatever privilege I right. got left by acting like I don't understand. Well, uh, what's I'm happening. just gay. I'm just gay, so that's too I'm much. just gay. That's too much they got going over there. Right. And now, you Titties know. Titties on the dick, I can't, can't compute. Right. And and now it's like, all right, y'all, stop playing these games. Brother, have you ever um uh, watched, like, trans porn? Uh, yeah. I have, too. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes I like it. It Okay, okay. I was, I'm glad you said it first because I didn't want to be like, ooh, and then you'd be like, now, brother, that's all. <laughs> no, I like it. A little lonely out on that branch, Miss Sweet Watson. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah. I mean, I've been turned on, but I, I, I think it's, well, I've identified early on that I just am like, a, not am a sexual like thing, but I am just like, sex is like exploration is just interesting to me and you know what i mean so like i watch straight porn i watch two lesbians getting it on i watch you know so again kind of i'm just mm-hmm. a little curious about what's how i'm like how they do that you know what i mean and not in the like I, i'm genuinely curious i want to know like absolutely same z's yeah and you know listen if you're hot you're hot exactly and if it, works, it works i'm just like let me see i'm curious i just want to know and i and i was curious because i was i had to just watch because i was like i like breasts like even like when i was i guess i was never straight but when i dated women i you know would get aroused by you know breast and looking on breast and stuff like that so i was like 
okay, so if that happened when I was, you know, dealing with women way back when, mm-hmm. and now I like dick, dude, can titties and a dick work for me? Because, because niggas ain't shit, mm. and I ain't fucking with bitches like that. Mm. So what? What I'm gonna do? Put it together. <laughs> <laughs> See how it works. Give me a Mr. Potato Head, okay, bitch. I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Give me some of this. Over, there, over there, over there, over there, over there. Give me a nice little casserole, yes, okay? Please. Give me a little bit of everything. A little buffet. <laughs> Get out. I'm just saying. Get out of here right now. Exactly. Everybody. And first, and and last but not least, I said something to, uh, uh, this uh, to this effect last time. It's like. Especially if you're if you are um, a religious person, this is what escapes me sometimes. Like how this doesn't you know compute. If you are a believer that God creates everything and everything deserves to be loved, how is it then there are certain stipulations when you feel that they need to be implemented based on sexuality? You know what I mean? Like why aren't these people deserving of love? Why aren't are we deserving of love? Why aren't the others deserving of love? They were created by God. They were created by the universe. They were created just like your ass. You better preach it. So how does that, like, you know what I mean? Well, you know, people argue. They 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 do tricks and shows. They be like, well, God didn't make you that way. You chose to be that way. That you know what I? Let me tell you something. I hated when people would well, say, "Well, God that. hates the sinner and not the sinner." I used to hate with you because I was like, "God hates the sinner and not the sinner." And you know what I say to those people? Tell that to the boy who used to go to on his knees and pray to God to take this disease and away from him and to wake up in the morning normal instead of worrying about But God my never school, said it was going to be easy. But instead of worrying about but think about this as a young adolescent kid instead of me instead of worrying about my schoolwork. I mean obviously I was good in school but instead of worrying about that instead of worrying about GI Joes and the Nintendo and my scooter I'm here trying to pray the gay away. That's not fair. Mm-hmm. That's not fair for again trying to fit a circle in a square you 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 you're born into this life untouched unbothered wanting to naturally explore who you are then you get all these motherfuckers saying that you can't live that and then trying to push through a square Mm -hmm. i'm a circle bitch it's not working what's wrong with me circular what's wrong with me why and then becomes your problem this is my issue something's wrong with me Mm -hmm. i'm the one that's this way and then then you become society's problem then no shade what kind of shit is that? Yeah. That's not fair. So like that's when I when people say that's a religion, I'm like, I don't care because the children are innocent and I shouldn't have gone through that. Mm-hmm. So fuck you. So I don't care what I, now I can close my ears and say la 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 la. <laughs> Done. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Because that's not fair for a fucking child to have to go through that. And children kill themselves over this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't even get to physics before they know, learn how to kill themselves. Mm-hmm. It's a rough life, because they're man. not able to express themselves yeah. like that's fucking so they can miss me with that bullshit you know what i'm saying so here we are you know i also saw like comments where people were like yo she shouldn't have said nothing you know mason i'm talking about like she shouldn't have I said mean, nothing but here's the thing though here's the thing would they be saying that if the situation was about a woman who was just sleeping with an nba player and was like yeah i'm sleeping with him so what yeah, he married and he got that. But so what? I came out with it. I, t- I played a video. You know, a lot of people, would, it would just be news. It would be regular. But now it's this sinister dark. Oh, yeah, why would right. you throw him under the bus and ruin it? Like, and this is why, what I'm saying. Well, it's like yeah, a lot of, the, yeah. like, like sometimes we have to go in a little bit deeper with these things and look at, look at how shitty it is. Yeah. Like, this is shitty. 
I'm not saying that you need to be out here outing everybody and telling everybody's business and putting a, you know, the sex and pictures because we all got them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, it's, it's not. I don't. I don't recommend that people do that kind of shit. I just know that when you're hurting, you know, a lot of times think about it. The trans community hurting, hurting, always being denied, always being like relegated to the shadows. Mm-hmm. Um, sex work, um, right? You know, always glammed up, stealing shit. Uh, Sorry, I don't know why I laughed, but that was just yeah. Because these are the these are right. the stereotypes. I know, this but you just like glammed up, stealing shit, glammed yeah. up, stealing shit. You was you really got into pose. I did. I did. <laughs> but you know what? I heard about this no, stuff even before. Just teasing, yeah. When I saw Pulse, I was like, oh, damn. Like, right. <laughs> Affirmed. You know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like there are just it's so true. many negative stereotypes like thrusted upon this community. And I feel like it's just really important that we begin to imagine that just like for us, also the victims of some really harsh and inaccurate, sometimes accurate, stereotypes that deserve further examination. We should be, we should give grace to the trans community in the same way and appreciate them for their sexy, appreciate them for their, for their will, their mm-hmm. fucking bravery to step outside of the house every day. And their contribution. And their contribution. To step out of the house every day as bold representations of what it really means to be, to be daring mm-hmm. enough to be Confident yourself. Y- yourself. And what that means. But, but, but I think that the humanity of Mason to to maybe feel denied, and I'm not Cause, saying that may I have caused the right. This is the particular lens that we're looking through right. right now for the sake of this conversation. We're not looking through the lens of how sinister this may right. be. We're looking through the lens of somebody who's hurt, right? Exactly, feeling like denied oh, constantly, denied constantly, always have to live in, live in the darkness. Oh, are you going to deny me? And you have people threatening me. But, of course. So like, one of the he things may lash he said, out, she may lash out. Not to cut you off, but one of the things he said in um, one of the Twitter rants was. Oh, I'm used to dealing with celebrities, so I just immediately told him, give me his uh, his Finsta, like mm-hmm. fake Instagram. Mm-hmm. So it seems like this is something that he's been a part of. So like you said, it might, that probably constant rejection, but it's like he's been in the same circle over and over and over. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, you know, we just got to, remember that too like have some compassion there too and once again like it is very messy and it is really really crazy out there and this is gonna die down this is gonna die down but for them this is gonna last a long time the effects of this very moment is gonna last a long time and and it may seem great and entertaining for like the public's consumption but this shit has lasting effects not only once again on them families People around them. Yeah. And then the little kids, the little little kids who can identify with Mason, the little kids who can identify with Dwight, who feel that much more encouraged to be less of themselves in this moment to avoid a situation like like, like this. Mm. I think that's important that if you are a parent and you do have the opportunity to facilitate a situation for your child where they can be really they can express how they even feel about things like this i don't know if this is too adult mm-hmm. um but just in terms of of explaining to your child the way that society 
consumes people, um, the way that we process people, and then what happens after we're done with that? What happens to them? Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be a trans person? What does it mean to be a gay person, a, a man who actually likes trans? Like, where are those men? Can you think about it? One interview with a man who says that he likes trans men? And, I don't know. And something for you to refer to so that you can get some context of what that experience is like? No, you can't think of it. Insert cricket the sounds shit, here. Okay. Right there. Um, but yeah, you know, it's rough. It's rough and it's tough. And, and I, I can't help but to go, my mind goes there because I'm like, I can't think of many. I know at? one guy. I know one guy. And I don't even know if he would be bold and brave enough to, to come on here and talk about it right. or to like go on video and talk about that kind of shit. Because it, to, to people, it's like so personal. All of a sudden, it's so personal. Mm -hmm. But we can see everybody else, every basketball wives coochie and everything okay. and everybody dingling everybody dick pics everybody, is out everybody pregnancy photos is out there breastfeed I know everybody <laughs> else's business but all the, there ain't no gay basketball y'all stop right okay if y'all don't stop it right now I'm tired of these shenanigans it, we call it shenanigans you're right you're so right brother this I is shenanigans I am absolutely tired but you know to the trans community you know I'm I'm, I'm always in this process of of learning and but one thing that I know for sure is that we have to allow space for, to also encourage trans people to be proud of who they are. Step into the light. And step into Let the light shine. so that they will not accept any and anything. Right. And I'm not, that's not to say that there aren't trans people who are like, mm-mm, but... For trans people who 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 accept the fact that oh we're gonna do this in this kind of way because mm -hmm. of the public or the way that we're gonna be received, I hope that we actually do get to a point where it's gonna be like fuck that. Mm -hmm. I want to live in the light. I want to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do. If I want it to be a fucking mystery or a secret or it's gonna be private, it's because I want to do that right. shit too, not just because that's the way that I understand that society receives us. Fuck that. You know, and I think that it's going to take more people being bold and brave enough to mm -hmm. continue to right. um, come out and, and, and talk and do and, panels and do shows and talk about this shit more for us to get to a place where people feel, you know, they can. Yeah. And like you said, um, the others mm -hmm. helping and supporting and being there Absolutely. for our trans community. Yeah. Going to show whatever the case is, reposting something, all these ways that we can actually help highlight and showcase these people right. who live here with us in our communities in our environments in our spaces who radiate energy with us right yes i love the way you said that we have to and we need them and we need them we need the oh my god that's like that's exactly yeah everybody is important every experience is important every story is important and like you said where the fuck are these people mm -hmm. where are they mm -hmm. too many shenanigans too many people dying too many people suffering yeah where are these people yeah. and you know i know that based upon what we're taught and shit we feel like it is in our best interest to hide so that we're not seen, so that we're not drawn into the light. Because we think that once that happens, we're exposed. And we won't be able to fight for ourselves. That no one's going to fight for us. That we won't survive. Mm. But how do you know? 
You've got to try. You've you got to step out. You have got to look for yourself at every fucking corner. Wherever you find more of yourself, that just that allows you to get bigger, stronger, mm-hmm. better. You learn more, th- more skin, tougher skin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But what it does is just adds to the fabric of you. You have to find yourself and you have to run into the light. You got to grow. You got to move. You got to shake. You have to be able to grow. You have to challenge yourself. Yeah, you got to fucking challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think like that's the greatest task of a man is to rise to the challenge so that you can learn yeah and then more so that you can be one day able to teach that shit yeah point blank in the period like we need to start raising men to be men as gay as you are as feminine as you are as masculine as you are as tough as you are as strong as you are we have to develop sure, and, right. and nurture those things. Not only the things that we think that we're supposed to like. Like you raise the perfect gladiator and you raise half of a man. You know, raise a dope-ass basketball player. But can't... And raise somebody who knows how to play hide-and-seek better than anybody else. That's not... That ain't popping. <laughs> right. This is the real world. We ain't yeah. in the playground anymore. You know, again, the whole world is not a basketball court. And then, this is not a game. And then thinking about it in the sense of like being very conscious again of who you're raising and and what you're teaching them because like you said there's a whole bunch of Dwight Howards in the world now Mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of Dwight Howards that have kids now and there's a bunch of Dwight Howards kids that's gonna have kids and they're all learning the same shit yeah so now this ecosystem is growing you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so like you said, we have to be very, 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 very careful with that because moment by moment, those decisions matter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also, you know, I hope that, you know, everybody just remains as kind as they possibly can to, to actually the children of these folks um, because... They're being shaped by this experience. Yeah, they're being shaped by this experience. And you just want to, like, come on, the kids. Right. Just watch out for these fucking Exactly. Kids. They don't... It's just a lot. It's just like from every angle, it's just a hot mess. Exactly. But one last thing that I wanted to say about this particular issue is that for women who have been unfortunately run over in the path by men who do this kind of shit. Mm -hmm. Over and over and over over and over and over again. I just want to acknowledge that that shit sucks. Right. It is horrific. It's horrible. And, you know, that is, I don't think that that's anyone's, um, I don't think anyone can quite understand what it's like, probably, to, you know, be a woman and being betrayed by a man who, whose sin was actually to not be honest about who he was, about who he was loving, or who he's capable of loving. Um, because I think in that context, you didn't t- it's like you didn't tell me who you were. Right. What I will then say on the other side of that. It, the challenge then becomes to also acknowledge that as women in the community, when outside of the context of being the man's lover, mm. but in the context of being a community member or a parent, remember that the power that you may have mm-hmm. may be a, a, the greatest impact. Because you're still a teacher. Of how that man reacts by the time he is ready mm-hmm. to be sexually active or is ready to you know find whomever or however he may be actually shaped by the by the words that the women in his community say about men like him um he may be actually impacted by the words that his mother would say about men like him 
So although when we think about it in context of actually being in the relationship and being the victim of his work, I think that it's like the same thing. You know, when you think about on the other end, once again, getting back to the top of the conversation of the Genesis, it's like, where did he start? Where did he start? And what women were in the room when he was being molded and shaped. Mind you, because side to say, nine times nine, you know, daddy wasn't there. So she was probably upset and angry and had a lot to shit to say. And, you know, we've seen that you look just like your daddy and you do that shit. And we've seen it time and time again. And then we're talking on the phone. Niggas ain't this nigga. Blah, 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 blah. And then you next day make a reference to him and his daddy being the same. You know what I mean? Or like, you know, it's just like you said, it's literally. Yeah. I mean, you know, for me, I, I, I'm, you know, definitely that. But then, you know, also if your kid is a little soft, a.k.a. Yeah. feminine, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. who you are, a little mm-hmm. bit of you. Yeah. Then you want to scare the shit out of him and get that out of right. him. Right. But then how does that impact the way want to box that... him up and like literally box him up like with yeah. boxing yeah. gloves and yeah, like yeah, now yeah. wrestling. Yeah. And then who does he become? That wrapped in. Who does he become? And how did, once again, those words shape who he became? So, you know, I just, I, I, I do, I, I have so much sympathy for women who are impacted by these situations. And I need men, I need for us, I need for women too who are in this situation to, if you hear this podcast, if, I mean, I've done this, I've raised a couple of men in my life, aka former dates and boyfriends. You better and raise, yeah, you've raised a lot of kids. Um, and sometimes I watched over a course of years um, for men to finally talk to their parents about their sexuality or not entertain the thought of being bisexual, but really be really just, okay, you're right. gay. Right, let it go, right, boo-boo. There you go. You know, and I, it, it runs the gamut. Some people take longer. Some people take a lot longer. Um, some people are really, really bold with strangers and really, really frightened of their parents. Some people the opposite. There's no perfect. Mm-hmm. There's no perfect solution for Podge, this. Podge. The only thing that will impact the way that we move forward is the way that we raise the kids. Outside of that, we're a mess. And all we have is the kids always. All we have is the kids. You know, I would definitely say we we should be impacting and talking to um, generation Y, excuse me, Generation Z as much as we can because they will be our future legislators um, when we think about like our kids, for example, mm-hmm. you know, older Generation Z and, you know, and, and younger millennials. But nonetheless, the kids, they need to, they need to be ushered into a safe space so that they will have, they'll, they'll have more better things to care about, like fucking saving the planet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're yeah. so distracted by stupid shit. Right. Oh my, exactly. We're so distracted by stupid shit. Like, I'm sick of talking about, like, I want Dwight Howard to go and ride a big dick and just live Right, his best go life. bounce on it, bruh. Come on. Shoot some hoops, bounce on your dick when you win a championship. And, oh, and then another thing, brother, is that these people would be super fucking stars if they all came out. 
They would be superstars. They would be on every. They would. They would do a GQ cover for every right. month. They would be on all of you motherfuckers. Like every magazine. You'll be on every. You will be on Essence magazine cover. Okay. You'll, you'll be, be on, on every, every talk magazine. show. You'll be on every talk show. You would have a million endorsements, and you will have all the booty and dick you will ever mm-hmm. want, and bussy and yeah. what uh, whatever. Whatever your taste is, whatever your name is, whatever you need. How you want it. People will be at your door. Right. Hey, I heard you needed me. Exactly. You know, so this whole living, it's like, it's played out. Yeah. Stop it's, it. It's, Everybody stop playing. It's its too far gone. It's been, yeah. You're right. It is. It is. So, you know, this is a story of a liberation of mind mm-hmm. and how that is directly tethered to your spirit mm-hmm. and your consciousness and we all it, it comes back to here over and over and over again the chaos of this situation and how you know well sensitive it is for me to talk about this because it's just close to my heart mm-hmm. you know this level of shame um takes years and years to develop and mm-hmm. it takes all years and years to you know dissect and process and and treat and destroy yeah um and i don't even know if you can ever fully destroy it i imagine that you know it can it can flare up at any time if you allow yourself if you allow yourself to go there but the point is to unlearn and to move in a totally different direction and it's unfortunate that we have to spend so much time unlearning mm-hmm. but since we do know that this is in fact a reality yeah um i think that you know play your part you know, like exactly. find your own liberation. This is a story about doing it for you every single time, every single time. And when, it comes back to this. And when you were talking about like the kids, I couldn't help but also, you know, just think about what you can do. And we always talk about take time, take some time to get to know yourself. Throughout the hall of his chaos, he had moments to take some time to get to know himself, but he chose not to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's where he we was find, scared of himself. you know, and I think that's where, you know, in conjunction of like obviously teaching the kids to like try to get rid of it, to do some repair. If there's any again, if there's anybody listening, mm-hmm. take some time to get to know yourself, you know, ask those questions. We know that unlearning is a part of the process. Yeah. So just take some time to get to know yourself. Yeah. So that you don't have to do that much unlearning. Yeah. And also with that time to get to know yourself, it's a lot of work. It is. And what is amazing about doing that work is that nobody can take that shit away from mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Like when you do that kind of work on yourself, when you go like this this thing that I do where I don't take care of myself, where I don't do, why do I do that? Where did I learn that from? Mm-hmm. Where did I first get this from? That shit is ugly. You may have to blame your parents for some shit. You may have to acknowledge that you've been a piece of shit to mm-hmm. yourself. That shit is really, really hard. It's, it's really, really rough. It's not attractive. It's much easier to go out and go to the club. It's much easier to go to a friend's apartment and drink it's much easier to go have sex it's much easier to lie and live in secrecy it's a lot harder to just sit in a room with yourself and process what Mm -hmm. the fuck is going on it's a lot harder to look at your parent and say you hurt me Mm -hmm. it's a lot harder to face the fact that the way that you wanted the story to end may not end that way right but there's also so much power in the unknown there's so much power in you deciding, like, what I decide to do mm-hmm. in this very moment can impact the outcome of my next situation, mm-hmm. my next circumstance. And it's that moment that the key is you. Yeah. You know, the key is you to, to a lot of these locks. The key is you. And Dwight is going to end up on the other side of this. And I hope that 
that when he does show up on the other side of this, it's it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as his family, his children, Mason, I wish the same thing that on the other side of this, this is a, a peace, you know, um, love, you know, from for himself, right. um, herself, however, Mason identifies as well as whomever Mason winds up with. I, I, yeah, I hope it grows them. And, and, yeah. Because, you know, again, this may be a part of the story that helps th- change things, you know? I mean, they... Yeah. Like, for Dwight Howard, he, again, being a basketball player and the energy that he's put out there over the years and, the, the, you know, not being this so nice guy and having this reputation, you know, it, it caught up with him. Yeah. Word, word, word. So, it caught up with you. And it will every time. Every time. So, hopefully, time. and maybe this is an opportunity for him to really take a really good hard look. I have good internet look at what's going on and maybe it'll You're gonna be looking for a while. Yeah. And maybe it'll, it'll change some things around and maybe, yeah. you know, for like you said, Mason, um, maybe unwanted attention and, and see how like, it's not maybe what he may have or she may have thought of what it would be by outing someone like that or just having that experience or continuing to deal with celebrities on the DL and, and putting herself in that and valuing herself in that manner. You know what I mean? Maybe she'll think about things that way differently that way, instead of just some celebrities cave whore, I don't know, mm-hmm. hidden cave whore, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So maybe that'll change some things around. So hopefully that these, this experience is uh, again, not a great one, but hopefully it's one that on the other side grows them and, and becomes just a part of their story that, to the, right, of right. A greater, a greater, right. You know, and story. also, and also, people who, obviously, you know, can relate to the story. Right. Same situation. Like, let me make a different decision. Like, let me just. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're the sacrificial I mean, lambs. What's the worst that could happen? Right. What is the worst thing that can happen? It doesn't mean that you have to make these decisions now, but like, work towards it. Like, what's the worst that can fucking happen? Mm-hmm. Like, get you your, get you some good nice saucy liberation right fuck these people who have a problem with who you are because that tell them to get out your bedroom get out my tor- bedroom that's torturous as fuck like that's crazy it is I'm, i couldn't do that shit no more mm. i had to curse everybody out you want to be in my life it's- get out my bedroom <laughs> get the fuck out you don't belong here all right we ain't having sex that's what I'm talking about. You ain't, you ain't even, you can't even sniff my draws, nigga. You would be so lucky. <laughs> if you don't get out of my... Anyway, I could go on. You know, I can go on and on about I this. Love but you, I love you, brother. I, I love you, too. Because that's some shit. I but love yeah. you, too. I, I just want everybody to understand that, like, while we can blame a lot of people for this situation, there's only, 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 only accountability for one's own self Mm -hmm. you can't make anybody do anything you cannot take what anybody does to you too seriously too personally outside of the way that you contributed to it just take accountability for your shit and let people go on their journey and move about your shit don't take on other people's problems yeah because this is i think like this is what happens when you when you really really walk around with the expectations of other people on you and not acknowledging how you have participated in your own right. shit whether who however you you we want to and i know who you are I, well that's a part of that well yeah because <laughs> if you don't yeah. know who you are you have, you'll be oblivious to how you've contributed yeah. to yeah. the issue that's blowing up in your face yep and that karma train that she was talking about like you know just it, but like that energy it's just like i don't i don't like 
if you don't believe in karma, just energy. Like, you, you ha- where's yeah. it gonna go? What you putting out? What you get? What's coming? Yeah. Like you cannot. Yeah. This is science here. This yeah. is science, spirituality. That's all wrapped up in a pretty little bow yeah. with us all the time. Yeah. I don't know. Just be kind, mm-hmm. y'all. Just be kind to each other. Um. Fuck. Yes. You know what we say here. Just yes. take the time to get to know yourself. Take no motherfucking shit. I mean, we don't say motherfucking shit, but take no shit. And take no, no days, days off. We love oh, you guys. It was a great one this time, brother. I loved it. That was Love you guys so one. much. Thank you for joining us Thank again. On Follow us episode. on the Twitter. Episode 10. Follow us on the Instagram. All the internets. Yes. Mm-hmm. At No Days Off TV. We yes. love you. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace.